Welcome to Opposite Picks on this Friday, December 16th. I am Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next 60 minutes, taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll free, 844-843-6879. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. It is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me, go to the website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire away. Ah, uh, let the ball games begin. 49ers lock hits. Pelican system play misses. Uh, Adam Silver's alive. Yankees are dead. Caleb is a player. NFL trends. College football bowl rules. Uh, the Decker is stacked against the Lions in desperate times in Miami. We'll get to all those stories, plus your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and of course, opposite pixel coming up on the fastest hour on Sports Grid Radio. Uh, what's going on, LL? How are you on this uh, Friday? A dreary Friday here on uh, New York, out on Long Island. Uh, raining. It's been raining for a couple of days, actually. Cold, wet, you know, just ugly weather. I'd rather have snow than rain. I really would, especially this time of the year. Uh, George Kittle with the uh, 54-yard touchdown reception from Brock Purdy. Prime Network with the call. And then after the game, Kyle Shanahan talking about Purdy, George Purdy, and how well, well uh, Brock Purdy and how well he's played uh, and how much poise he has there as a rookie. And it's true. The kid came in, done a good job. Three games, three wins for San Francisco. I don't know how anybody. Listen, we all make mistakes. We all pick wrong teams. Uh, you know, that, that's just part of the nature of the business. But I just don't know how anyone thought the Seattle Mariners uh, Seagirls were going to win last night. I, I just I don't get it. I you know, just um, they've lost three in a row or three of four. They just lost to Carolina. You know, you got a team that's won six in a row, all be, be it with the backup quarterback, you know, playing only two of those games. I get that, but that 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 offense is a machine. I mean, really, you, you can dink and dunk your way down the field. I know no Debo Samuel, but, boy, I tell you, just from the get-go, just right from the get-go, San Francisco put their stamp on this game. Early touchdown, second drive, they go down the field, a long kittle touchdown reception, and, and just from that point on, I never – uh, even having American money on the uh, San Francisco 49ers, I never thought they were going to lose that game. Never. And then after the game, I'm, I'm watching the post-game press conferences, as I like to do, and I'm hearing Pete Carroll talk uh, so glowingly about his team and how well it played and, all oh, it was this and that, and we played this and we did this. And I'm thinking to myself, are you kidding me? Were you watching the same game I was watching? <laughs> because I got to tell you, not for one minute did I ever think Seattle was going to win that football game. I, I mean, Never. If, if, if you told San Fran that you had to win by three touchdowns, I, it's one of those games where I think they would have. But not that they called off the dogs, but they were up two scores, never really threatened, you know, kept their offense very conservative. Might not be able to do that against other teams or if you're trailing, but they were leading the whole way. I, but I just never, ever thought I didn't see any life in Seattle. Nothing. Geno Smith, you know, God bless him. Whatever you know, magic he had earlier in the year, it's gone. It, it's it's gone. Um, th there's no pizzazz. There's no life. There's no juice. There's no anything with that team. And, and rarely, rarely do you ever say that about a Pete Carroll team, right? You always picture him on the sidelines chomping on his gum. By the way, I, what is with that? You know, I, I know we've talked about that over the years. He's been doing it forever. But, man, oh, man. Does he give that gum a workout? I mean, how much flavor can be in that gum at the end of the day, right? I'm like, he's chewing on sawdust, for good to say. Oh, um, but you, you would never expect that from a Pete Carroll team. He, you know, he's so high, high stressed and this and that and energetic. And but that team was as dead as dead can be last night. Just, just, just deader than dead. 
So and any kind of drive they made, Decap Metcalf would, would would make some stupid penalty and, and cost them. But I never thought they were winning. So, you know, maybe he's got to kiss his players' ass. Maybe he feels like he's going to lose this team if he rips them in the media. That that could be it. But hearing him after the game talk about how glowingly his team played, uh, I was like, wow, not not in my world, not not in my world. And I tell you, we almost covered, but. We were that close. We, we were that close to, like, really making a ton of money last night with the boys in Vegas. I don't know how, but uh, McCaffrey ended up not going over his uh, 40 reception yards. He had 30 in the first half. It's almost like they made a point of saying before the game, all right, we're going to throw the ball to McCaffrey this amount of times, six times, five, six times, and then that that's it. And then once he reaches his six receptions, that's it. We're done with him. We're going to move on to him, him rushing the football. And he had six receptions in the first half for 30 yards. His over-under was 40. I, I mean, you know, why wouldn't you think after getting the ball six times via catches that he wouldn't get at least a couple of more right in the second half? Never threw to him again. So he had eight targets all in the first half. There may have been one target in the second half, that really, he got 108 yards rushing, so he hit that number. He did score under touchdown run. We hit a couple of props last night with him, but man, we were looking at a monster, monster game from him, and it didn't happen. But we'll run down some of the props that we did hit, some of the other baseball, football, stanky news are coming up here, notes that we have for you right here on Opposite Pick Sports Good Radio, Series XM 159. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Yeah, prime sports there. As you heard, the San Francisco 49ers uh, win uh, without Michaels with the call there. 21-13. They nearly won 28-13, which would have hit one of our... uh, alternate line props that we played last night <clears throat> still a halfway decent day but McCollum with the 40 yard or uh McCollum, McCaffrey uh, with not getting 40 yards that that was a bummer but we hit McCaffrey and Kittle scoring and McCaffrey 80 yards rushing and receiving that was a nice little seven and a half to one payout last night uh we had uh let's see what else do we have we had uh, Nick Bosa sack in a San Francisco win at plus 135 that was a winner we had, um, let's see, uh, over McCaffrey rushing yards, 79 and a half. We hit that. We had, um, that was it, I think. I think that was it. There were a couple of others that we were, oh, we had Sam Fran laying to three, obviously. But we had some money on McCaffrey, 40 and a half yards. We had McCaffrey with two touchdowns and a couple of parlays. We had uh, Kittle scoring the first touchdown and Metcalf the second uh, we didn't get that one. Uh, Kittle did score, but we scored the second touch, uh, the first touchdown. And uh, McCaffrey, 25 yards receiving each half. That one didn't hit. I think there was one more. Oh, over Geno Smith pass attempts, 33 and a half. We hit that one as well. So not a not, not a bad little uh, night, uh, all things considered. But we were on a monster pace last night. Just an absolute monster, monster pace. Uh, Stankies, uh, what's next? Uh, Stankies, uh, get the Carlos Rondon. Six years. For a left-handed pitcher that's got a pitch in Fenway Park 10 times a year, he's got a pitch in, in Stanky Stadium where uh, lefties and righties all hit home runs, uh, $27 million, six years, $162 million for a 500 pitcher. 
When, when's he going to end? You know, has he pitched better the last two years? Yes. Yes, he has. Uh, he had Tommy John surgery as well. So maybe that uh, helped his cause out a little bit, but he's 56 and 46 with an ERA of 3.60. And you're going to give him a six year, $27 million a year contract. It's just, I, I, I don't know when we're ever going to stop thinking, wow, it, it's going to end sooner or later. But guys on the open market, he's a lefty. Teams were going after him. I'm surprised they didn't give him a 10-year deal, right? But as a Red Sox fan, or if you're a Devil Dog fan, or a Blue Jay fan, or an Orioles fan, are you really worried about the Yankees getting Carlos Rendon? Nah, not, not really. Nah, not, not really. You got to be really something special to be a left-handed pitcher for other teams to kind of worry about you. There are some out there, definitely, but he's a 500 pitcher. All right, nice year, 14-8 and eight last year, 2.88 ERA. But he's pitching in, it's in San Francisco where you got to be on roids to hit home runs. So it's a pitcher's ballpark. So good luck pitching in the American League where when he was with the White Sox, he was awful. ERAs with the White Sox, 8.22, And he did have one year, his last year, at uh, 2.37. But other than that, he's been a disaster in, in the American League. 9 and 10, 2 and 5, 6 and 8, 3 and 2, 0 oh and 2. And the Tommy John surgery. I tell you, this Tommy John surgery, they take a muscle out of your leg and put it in your arm. How is that allowed? Right? I mean, honestly, how is that any worse than taking a needle and sticking it in your ass with, with roids? I mean, you're moving a leg muscle into your arm. Of course, you're going to throw the ball faster. You, you, you could be running upside down, for goodness sakes. I mean, doesn't seem fair to me, but. Like I said, if you're an American League East fan, all right, go ahead. You spent more money. That's less money you're going to have to go track down Otani next year. That, that's Mike. I don't care who the Stankies sign. I don't care who they trade for. Just keep on spending your money. This way you don't have any money next year for Otani. That's the guy I don't want to be uh, in a Yankee uniform. College football, the bowl season begins. What, 40 games this year? Whatever it is, 39, 40, depending if you count the playoff games and everything else. First one is getting underway here in about uh, 15 minutes or so. In the Bahamas, the Bahama Bowl, Miami of Ohio versus UAB. Now, let me ask you this. You're in the Bahamas, right? This time of the year, I'm sure the weather is as good as it always is. And you're sitting and you're relaxing and maybe you're out late last night. And you're vacationing, got drunk. Maybe you're hungover. And I don't know. The little lady goes uh, to you, rolls over to bed. It's it's 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock in the morning. She says, ah, what, what do you want to do today, honey? Uh, I don't know. Let's go see Miami of Ohio versus UAB. Six and six. Check that. Miami of Ohio versus six and six UAB over at the Bahama Ball. We, we got to roll out of bed right now. No, no breakfast in bed. Uh, no uh, hanky-panky in the morning. No, we got to go see that Blazers-Redhawks game. All five of us are going to go over there. Who in their right mind at 11.30 in the morning is getting up to go to the Bahamas? Ball? There, there can't be more than 1,000 people there. They really can't. Outside of parents of these kids, maybe they're getting a free little vacation, but who in their right mind sitting in the Bahamas right now? You want to put USC and in Ohio State over there? Different story. But 11.30 in the morning to go watch two 500 football teams that no one's ever heard of? 
What is the what is the point? What is the point outside of the four-letter network needing programming? What is the point? At least the next game today is eleven and two Texas San Antonio versus eleven and two Troy. Uh, you may not ever have heard of those uh, those uh, schools, but at least they're really good. You know, that's down in uh, Orlando, and that's at 3 o'clock. That's a normal hour. But, uh, you know, let's see, you know, how much they show the stands for these games. They do a real good job. No two ways about it. Those producers are told, given an edict, do not show empty stands. Well, what do we have to show a crowd? There isn't a crowd. You can't show the crowd. That's the point. Don't show empty seats. They got to build these things like there's 50,000 people there. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. But that said, you got about 15 minutes to get your bowl entries in as uh, the bowl season has begun. Now, a lot of people probably aren't using these two games. Of course, are we are. Uh, we use all the games. Why not? If it's on there, we owe it to us to uh, have to play it. So it's part of our bowl pool. One thing I don't like, I'm finding more and more, and this is really, you know, we could joke about different things, but this is starting to really piss me off. It really is. I got to tell you. So I want to put in a parlay today, Miami of Ohio and the under 45 and a half. Because Miami couldn't score with a $20 bill in a cheap brothel house, right? I got this thing at 1710, something along those lines. So I want to put it in, and I won't even tell you the site, but you know it. And they're giving me plus 210 back as a two-team parlay. And I'm like, that's not right. Two-team parlays should pay you, uh, you know, $265 if, if you're a $100 player. Uh, the odds are $265, not $210 or $211, to be fair. And I, I've noticed that more and more and more. You are paying a big, a monster premium to put two teams or two items in same-game parlay. That, that's, that's not right. That, that's just not right. I, I don't care for the same game. What's the difference? It's there. Miami of Ohio, minus 105. UAB, minus 105 under. And that should pay over two. If, for, if you're a $100 player, it should pay over $260. And it's not even coming close. Not even close. $211. they are taking $50 out of your profit. Because it's the same game? Who cares? Vegas has been given same-game parlays at those odds for, for 50 years, for goodness sake, 70 years, 80 years. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, welcome back. It is Opposite Picks right here on SportsGrid Radio. Uh, that was uh, Sportsnet Rocky Mountain with the market in Big Three sending the game to overtime. We'll get into that Jazz victory. And then uh, Michael Parsons, a uh, linebacker for the Dallas Cowgirls, uh, talking about Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts uh, being helped out by all the guys around him. It's more a system thing. Got him in itself in a little bit of hot water. No, no big deal. Um, I think a lot of people think that. Although, I don't, I, you know, I don't know about that. I shouldn't. You know what? Shouldn't say that. I don't think people think it's a system thing with the Philadelphia Eagles, right? I mean, they're talented, good offensive line, uh, nice running backs, decent uh, wide receivers. I mean, there's a lot of talent. It's a good football team. But I don't think anybody thinks that you could put anybody in there. Like, you could say that about San Francisco. I mean, you got enough evidence to show that. Although they've had some bad quarterbacks. You know, and also, what does it say about Trey Lance, right? 
Now, he didn't have Christian McCaffrey, but still, for Trey Lance to struggle as much as he did when he was in there, uh, either last year or the, the game this year, versus what we're seeing out of you know Jimmy G and now Brock Purdy, uh, it does make you wonder about Trey Lance. So you you got to be halfway decent, no matter how much talent you have around you. So, but uh, and, and they don't even play each other anyway. Not for another uh, couple of weeks. San Fran does win last night, twenty-one thirteen. So they clinch the NFC West. Uh, Pete Carroll after the game. Tyler Lockett out with a couple of weeks with a broken hand. NBA New Orleans loses to Utah back to back games. Ruins our system play. Man, I can't believe it. This system has been so good, and then we start playing it religious. It's amazing. I followed it at the beginning of the year, and it went like 5-0. and And I was like, wow, this is pretty good. I'm going to start playing this. And then I played it, and then it lost. And I was like, ah, you know, all right, no, no big deal. And the system is when two teams play each other in the same arena back-to-back games, then whichever team didn't cover the first game, you bet the second game. So whether they won or lost, it's all about covering. And uh, so I stopped after the first time it lost. I'm like, yeah, it figures I, I put the black cloud on it, right? So then I noticed it every now and again, and it would be covering and covering and covering and covering. So finally, I looked it all up, and I found it out to be 33-6 and or 33-8. And one against the spread. If you bet on the team that didn't cover the first game, I'm like, wow, this this is. I, I knew it was a lot. I didn't think it was that good, but it has. So, I'm going to start playing it again, right? Why wouldn't I? Last three times failed to cover. Once was 33 eight and one is now 33 11 and one against the spread. Unbelievable. I can't believe the Pelicans and, and uh, Mr. Twinkie himself lost twice to the Utah Jazz. Back-to-back games, last night in overtime, 132-129. Unbelievable. So, uh, one more time, but we're, I'm going to give it, you know, one one more crack at it. And there's another system play tonight with the New York Knicks taking on the Bulls. Uh, Knicks won and covered the first game two nights ago. And they're playing again tonight in Chicago. So uh, Bulls are laying three against the Knicks, who have won five in a row playing good ball. You're really, you know, you're going against a team that's red hot. But a system is a system. Yeah, you, you got to play it out. I don't know how many more I'm going to give, but uh, I'll, I'll give it a couple of more. How about the Bucks last night getting blasted by the Grizzly, one forty-two to one hundred and one? That's embarrassing. That, that that that's just embarrassing. I mean, are you kidding me? One forty-two to one hundred and one. Suns beat the Clippers 111-95. Uh, Chris Paul, 15 points. They snapped their five-game losing streak. Uh, moments before the game started, Clippers announced that nobody was playing. That line shot all the way up to five and a half. That was a good play. That, that was a real good play. Should have been all over that one. Uh, and uh, one quickie here. Uh, Adam Silver is apparently alive. How about that? Nets were fined $25,000 for Failing to comply with league policies governing uh, governing injury reporting. Bottom line is the Nets rested eight players against Indiana the other day. Eight. Simmons, Claxton, Curry, O'Neal, Harris, Warren, Kyrie, Kevin Durant. I think there's one more thrown in there. Eight guys, right? And I guess they didn't tell anybody. So the NBA said, okay, you know, it's one thing to rest, but you, you can't rest all these people. Um, so what happened? They got fined $25,000. Oh, okay. It's a multi B 
billion with a B, multi-billion dollar operation. And they're going to find them $25,000. Like that's going to make a difference. Like, like the Nets are now going to say, oh, oh, we can't do that ever again. Holy crow. Our multi-billion dollar owner is going to be ticked off about being fined $25,000. I know he tips more than that for dinner. I know we charge more than that for courtside seats, but oh, $25,000. Whoa, Adam Silver. Wow, you, you're really through the hammer down on us. Nets ended up winning the game. I'm telling you right now, and I don't throw conspiracies out there. I mean, I do, but I don't throw games being rigged out there as much as the average person. Like, I, I just think crazy things happen, and I don't doubt it's out there, and I don't doubt there's referees that are on the take, and I, you know, but I don't like like making that accusation. But I'm telling you right now, I do I do believe there is a conspiracy amongst NBA players that when they face teams that are resting a lot of guys, they lose. Why would they do that? Because they know they're going to be resting a lot of guys. And they know the only way to shut up the fan about resting these players is for those teams to win. Like the net fan who is watching the game and doesn't see Durant, doesn't see Irving, doesn't see Claxton, doesn't see Curry, doesn't see eight guys, and they lose the game, they're up in arms. They're ticked off. They're like, what are we doing? This is stupid. This is crazy. You can't do this, blah, 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 right? But if you win the game, all right, these guys didn't play, but we won. So, you know, no harm, no foul, right? Why not? And I honestly believe the players all are in cahoots with each other. And when they face a team that rests a bunch of guys, they roll over. I do. I, I just believe it. And one of these days, someone will go back and look at the records, and I can almost guarantee you that teams without their star players playing because of rest, not because of like two weeks because of injury, but just because of these, these dopey you know rest days, have a better record than they have a losing record. Without a shadow of a doubt. In fact, I don't even think it's close. It's not even close. Because I think they all are in cahoots with each other. Okay, you know what? Nets, you rested your guys this time. Indiana, you're going to rest your guys the next time. Uh, you're going to face the Knicks. Knicks are going to lay over. Knicks are going to rest their guys against the Golden State Warriors. Warriors are going to rest their guys. Then they're going to roll. I really do. I honestly believe that. I honestly do. 844-843-6879. And I think it showed. How, how do you explain? Indiana's a good team. No Car no Car uh, Kyrie, no Durant, no Claxton, no Curry. I mean, there's nobody. There's no, no, no Joe Harris, no Simmons. There's nobody on a team, and they won the game in a high-scoring game. NBA's impossible. Uh, Mark in Cincinnati. Mark, welcome to uh, Opposite Picks Radio on Sports Grid Radio. <clears throat> Scotty, how you doing, buddy? Good, Mark. How are you? Good, good. I'm looking forward to, um, you know, talking to you before. I'm a small ball kind of guy. But um, 7 o'clock tonight, uh, ESPNU, Mount Union, and uh, NIL playing in the Stag Bowl. Um, that would be pretty entertaining. So, NIL knocked them out last year in the semis. And uh, both teams are undefeated in their conferences this year. So, but uh, I know if I was in the Bahamas, I wouldn't be going to that bowl. You know, I'd be on the beach having a cold one. 
Exactly, right? Yeah. 11.30 in the morning, you're going to go watch Miami of Ohio and UAB for, for what? For what possible purpose, right? Even yeah. if you bet on it, I wouldn't want to go to the game, for goodness sakes. So, yeah, uh, so who's going to win the Mount Union though. game? Can I bet on that one? Can I bet on that? I think I probably can, believe it or not, on some of these sites. I, I don't know. I was, I was going to ask you that, if you could pull it up, because, um, as you know, we're not getting the books uh, here until uh, the end of this year. But um, right. I mean, it's, you know what? Just from just from a revenge factor, I'd probably go Mount Union since uh, NIL. But NIL's got a hell of a team, though, too. So it's gonna be a fun game. But uh, if you could look that up, I'd be interested in that. And then uh, I'll listen. Have a great weekend. All right, you got it, Mark. I, uh, well, next break, I'll look that up and see if we get some lines. I don't think FanDuel has it, but I've, I've seen some sites where they have like Division three, Division two uh, games. So I'll look that up and see if I can get a little preview real quick on. on uh, I've heard of Mount Union, the, the NIL. I've not heard of them, but I know Mount Union is there every single year. They're always uh, challenging for something. So um, I'm guessing they would be the favorites. Uh, that would be my my guess, but uh, I'll double check in the next break here for sure. Uh, one good news is, uh, you know, with the bowl season, you got to figure out who's playing, who's not playing, right? You know, that's a major concern with some of this stuff. So USC quarterback Caleb Williams uh, said that he would play in the Cotton Bowl. Although he says that now, uh, Cotton Bowl's a month away. So well, maybe not a month, but January 2nd. Uh, you know, if his handlers come to him and say, listen, you got this hamstring injury, the last thing you want to do, the last thing you want to do is rip your hamstring. It's a meaningless game. Um, surprise he's not considering on going pro, to tell you the truth. Uh, I don't know if he's an NFL quarterback. Maybe he doesn't have the height or the arm strength. But uh, I'd be surprised if he played, even though he says he's going to play. All right, Opposite Picks coming up next on Opposite Picks on Sportsman Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Oh, yes. LLs know what that music means. Time to take out those padded pencils, get set for the fastest, and more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio. Opposite picks. What are opposite picks and newbies ask? Well, we give you seven games, 7,000 reasons why we like one side, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, injury reports, weather reports, systems, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas. Uh, proved it again last night as we went to a nice, uh, spectacular five and uh, check that six and one. We won with the Stars. We won with the, uh, actually, no, the Panthers, five and two, we lost with. So five and two, one with the Kings, though, one with the Utah Jazz, uh, one with Memphis, uh, one with uh, Seattle, uh, or Miami, rather, and then uh, we lost with Seattle. So five and two, not too bad. Seven pack of games here. Here we go. We're going to start with a little college football kicking off shortly. Miami of Ohio plus 10.5 versus UAB in the uh, Bahamas Bowl. Battle of trends. Go against MAC teams, Miami of Ohio, or bet on double-digit dogs, Miami of Ohio. I'll go with the double-digit dog system. 49-38 and 38 against the spread since 2005. Double-digit underdogs in bowl games. Miami won 3-4 of four, also down the stretch to become bowl eligible. They only have one loss by more than 10 points outside of losses to nationally ranked Kentucky and Cincinnati. So throw them out the window, and they've either won their games or been real close. So you know what? I, I got a feeling if they don't win outright, they'll, they'll keep it close. Love Miami, yo, getting 10 and a half. 
Uh, give me UAB minus the uh, 10 and a half. Pick number two, NBA, Chicago laying three against the Knicks. System play, Knickerbockers beating the Bulls in overtime on Wednesday. Rematch tonight, so we play Chicago. 33-11-1 against the spread for teams in this spot. Love the Bulls here. Uh, give me the Knicks uh, plus the three. Pick number three, Denver laying one at the L.A. Lakers. Oh, the boys in Vegas are kidding us, right, with this line? Are you kidding me? Lakers aren't in the same class as Denver. Joker's on fire, scoring 30 or more points in four of his last five games. L.A. doesn't have anybody to stop him. He's going to go for 40-plus, which means the Nuggets win. Love Denver, basically a pick him against the Lakers. Uh, give me the Lakers plus the one. Pick number four, Brooklyn laying one at Toronto. I, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but the Nets have very quietly won four in a row in eight of nine. Who knew, right? The Nets don't do anything quietly. Maybe all the riffraff is finally over. They're just playing basketball. Is that possible? They've already beaten this Raptors team not once but twice this year. Make it three for three. Love Brooklyn laying only one at fading Toronto. Uh, give me Toronto plus the one. Pick number five, Detroit plus five at Sacramento. Kings are continuing their monster eight-game road trip. They did win in Toronto last time out, but Detroit's on a monster against the spread run themselves. 11-5-1 against the spread their last 17 games. I'll ride with the hot hand at Detroit. Give me the Pistons getting five against Sacramento. Uh, give me Sacramento minus the five. Pick number six, uh, Philadelphia. We've got to get a line for this one versus Golden State. I don't care what it is. Actually, it's minus eight. Warriors on the road, so that only means one thing. Play against them. Two and 13 straight up. And an NBA worst, get a load of this, three and 12 against the spread on the road. NBA worst. No Steph Curry tonight. He's going to be out a few weeks with his shoulder injury. If they can't beat Indiana on the road, they're not beating the Philadelphia 76ers. Love the Sixers here laying the eight. Uh, give me Golden State uh, plus the eight. Final pick, pick number seven, NHL. Minnesota laid a goal and a half versus the Chicago Blackhawks. Keep betting against the Blackhawks. Oh, they are turning into the team we thought they would be, as Dennis Green once proclaimed. Uh, they lost their last uh, timeout last night. Fifth straight loss, 12 losses their last 13 games. All but two coming by two goals or more. Don't even think about betting the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, give me the Chicago Blackhawks uh, plus the goal and a half. Opposite pick, seven pack. We're on a roll here. We've had a nice uh, week or so. We've cut into our deficit down to $2,200. Uh, we got UAB laying 10 and a half. We got the Knicks plus three. We got the Lakers plus one. We got the Raptors plus one. We got Sacramento minus five. Golden State plus eight. And the Chicago Blackhawks plus a goal and a half. Opposite picks for a uh, Friday, December 16th. Good luck, folks. All right, with that, let us go to our open parlay. Ah, we had New Orleans last night. We started a new one, and it lost uh, as the Pelicans lose, as we talked about to Utah. Back-to-back -back game system uh, got blown up. So I'm going to go right back to it. I am. Give me Chicago. Uh, we'll lay the three uh, against the uh, New York Knicks. Minus three. Knicks won the other night. Um, system says that the Bulls should win. So we're risking 100 to win 91. Boom. And uh, we'll write off the New Orleans win as a loser. So we've got to start a new one. So we're 2-81 and 81 
minus four thousand eight hundred thirty-seven bucks. Hey, we're in a little bit of a hole here. Um, how about our bet against the Blackhawks? All right, we're one and six for plus three seventy-two. We hit last night with Vegas. We won eighty-three dollars. Blackhawks are back in action, so we're up to a hundred and uh, what are we? Two hundred seventy. 280, $253, as I do my math here real quickly. Uh, we have to play with tonight. So we look on the board. We see what the line for the uh, Minnesota Wild versus the Blackhawks. We could play minus 430. I don't want to do that. We could do minus 2.5 goals plus 124. I definitely don't want to do that. How about regulation, winning regulation? How bad is that number? Uh, minus 245. Holy fudge. Boy, these numbers are crazy, right? All right, how about uh, how about laying a goal and a half? I don't want to lay two and a half. What does a goal and a half drop it down to? Oh, there you go. Now, now we found something. Goal and a half is minus 156. I can live with that. So Minnesota tonight laying a goal and a half against the uh, Blackhawks at minus 156. What did we say we had? $253. Okay, $253. Let's punch that in. Two. Five three that will net us 162 bucks. All right, uh, okay. Well, 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 where do I sign? Here we go. Leg number three, six leg parlay. Uh, wild minus one and a half goals at minus 156 versus Chicago. That's uh, 253 to win 172 dollars. All right, uh, not bad. I can live with that. Uh, underdog open parlay leg number three last night. Ah, the stinking bucks. Uh, forget about uh, winning outright. Uh, we could have had 30 points and we wouldn't have lost. They, they lost by over 40, for goodness sakes. So scratch that one. All right, we're 1-93. and 93. Uh, But remember, we were playing with house money there since we took our original $25 out. So we're still stuck at minus $889. All right, so let's start a new one tonight. Where are we going to go? Uh, okay, Minnesota's 162, not 172, Scott. Right, 162. Let me flip that. 162. All right, um, let's go over to the NBA board. The hockey, I don't like getting the dogs tonight. NBA, do we have anything? So that's the beauty. If you don't find something to run, you just you don't have to force it. Atlanta against Charlotte, no, you can't bet them. Uh, Detroit, maybe a buck eighty against uh, Sacramento. Um, Celtics, no. Raptors, no. Knicks, no. Uh, um, the teacups at OKC, that's not bad. Portland. 146 against Detroit, uh, Dallas, uh, and then the Lakers pick up. You know what? I'm going to go, uh, uh, who is Sacramento to be laying that kind of wood, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll take the Pistons, 25 bucks on the Pistons uh, to win $45 at plus 180. There you go. Leg number one, Pistons plus 180 versus Sacramento, the Queens, um, risking 25 to win 45. Boom. Friday. We're in. Well, there you go. Uh, so we're all set with our uh, parlays. Open parlay, start a new one. We're going to go with the uh, Bulls laying three against the Knicks. Full unit to win 91, whatever your full unit is. Uh, we're going to continue with the uh, Blackhawks going against them as we do all the time. Leg number three, Wild laying a goal and a half, minus 156, 253 to win $162. And then we'll start a new open uh, underdog parlay with the Pistons plus 180 against the Sacramento. Not bad. All right, our NFL trends. I'll do our shots on goal here in a sec. Let me get to the NFL trends we always give out. Top trends this weekend. We got seven for you. You ready? Baltimore, plus two and a half at Cleveland. 
The uh, Ravens 10 and 1 against the spread as division road dogs. That's pretty good. I don't know who's starting a quarterback. Almost doesn't matter with this team because none of those quarterbacks can throw anyway. All they can do is run. So nothing really should change. Give me the Ravens plus the two and a half. Philadelphia laying nine at Chicago. Bears one and ten straight up, three and eight against the spread coming off a of bye week. New head coach, I get that, but boy, that's that's a telling stat. This team, once they go to sleep, they go to sleep. Pittsburgh plus two at Carolina. Panthers, I know they've uh, turned things around here a little bit, but the bottom line is they're three and fifteen straight up against non-NFC South teams. Number four, Dallas laying five at Jacksonville. Remember these trends. Jaguars, 0-21 straight up, 2-19 against the spread their last 21 games against NFC teams. Under 37.5, Arizona-Denver. Broncos, 11-2 under this year, 23-7 under the last two-plus years. Cincinnati lane three and a half at Tampa Bay. I know we got all those uh, trends for Tom Brady about being an underdog, but throw those out the window. Not the same Tom Brady or Tampa Bay team. Cincinnati, 10 and two against the spread last 12 road games. And some of those are, are ours favorites. And then last one, Washington lane four and a half against the Giants. Giants quarterback Danny Nichols, 0-10 in primetime games. So Danny Dimes, as I call Danny Nichols, he, he does not get it done. 0-10. Not good at all. So NFL trends, I'll post those uh, on the uh, NFL page of my uh, website, opsapix.com. All right, pyramid, please. <clears throat> Where are we here? Uh, yesterday, went three and two. One with San Fran, one with over McCollum points, one with Vegas against Chicago. Uh, lost with New Orleans and lost with uh, under Lehigh and Wisconsin College basketball. Shots on goal, we went uh, four and, uh, check that, three and five, although one of the winners was a parlay, so it almost evened itself out. Was it a great night? A little bit of a struggle here with our shots on goal, for sure. Oh, we got three games tonight, so we'll keep it quick. Uh, first off, Pyramid plays. I think the best college football play today, over 56.5 Troy versus Texas San Antonio. Both teams average over 30 points uh, of late. I, I don't know why that number is as low as it is. So th that's a, that's that's almost one of the better bets on the board um, as far as a college football board. NBA, Brooklyn laying a point, point and a half at Toronto. Nets are playing good, and, and the Raptors are not. Not sure why that line is so low. Check who's playing, but again, it doesn't matter. College basketball, we got abbreviated schedule. We're going to go with Creighton plus three and a half at Marquette. I always play Big East Road Dogs. Hockey, Minnesota, lay the goal and a half against Chicago. Shots on goal, the best one, Joel Erickson Eck for Minnesota. His number's at two and a half. Other guys we're going to play tonight, like I said, not that many. Matthew Barzal for the uh, Islanders, he's at two and a half. Tyler Toffoli for Calgary, he's at two and a half. And then we're going to put a parlay in. Brock Nelson of the Islanders and Minnesota's uh, Kirill Kaprizov. Uh, Nelson is at two and a half. Kaprizov is at three and a half. And that's going to pay us a buck fifty, buck fifty three, not too bad. So I'll post all that stuff on the uh, the hockey page as I always do uh, on the website. So we got our NFL trends, we got our open parlays, we got our opposite picks, uh, we got our shots on goal. I think uh, I think we're almost set here, believe it or not. And we got college football, the bowl season starting here in a little bit. If not, it's already underway. I'll double check. So we'll wrap up shop and a couple of more winners for later on tonight, right here on Sports Grid Radio. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, welcome back. It is Opposite Picks right here on SportsGrid Radio. Uh, we already have a 7 nothing lead. UAB uh, with the lead midway through the first quarter here as uh, we played Miami of Ohio plus the uh, 10 and a half. I didn't find a line on that uh, football game, the Mountain Union football game against North Central, but they, they generally post those things for Division Two. I think that's Division Two or Division Three, one of the one of the two. Um, sometimes you got to wait until uh, till, uh, the game the day of the game, which is this weekend. So I do know that. Uh, for our uh, previous caller there, that North Central did win last year rather handily, like 26 to 13 last year. So uh, if they won last year, that's good enough for me. I uh, Why jump off a team that's already beat them one time? So Division three they are. So, yeah, I, if you can find the line, I'm guessing uh, North Central would be favored by uh, four or five. Uh, and I would still play them, even though the, the revenge factor is on the other side. But uh, that, that should be a pretty good game uh, tomorrow afternoon um, in uh, Annapolis, uh, Maryland, as a matter of fact. Uh, actually, that's tonight, I'm seeing. 7 o'clock tonight. Ah, okay. Um, I'm surprised uh, one of the networks is not televising that game. Maybe they are. But that's a, that's a tonight game. All right. So I don't see any lines on that, though. But somewhere you can find them, I'm sure. All right, uh, what else we got here for you? A couple things before we uh, leave. We got the NFL trends. Dolphins, see the head coach, John, or, uh, Mike McDaniel. He's walking around in a T-shirt, went viral. I wish it was colder. First of all, he's walking around in a T-shirt when it's sunny outside. <laughs> you know, uh, There's been so much made over the fact that they're playing uh, in Buffalo. This team is doomed. I hate to say it, but uh, I think our Dolphins are going to lose by three touchdowns. Detroit Lions offensive lineman Eric Decker uh, kind of pulling a Robert Salah. It's great. We appreciate it. But I'm going to remember all the blank that was put on us. I'm going to remember all the people making fun of us. I'm going to remember all the times the teams would uh, beat us, uh, you know, and, and uh, be so surprised that they were to lose to us. I hate to break it to Eric, but uh, the Detroit Lions are under 500, Eric. All right, you haven't come all the way back just yet, brother. Not, not yet. Stevens Lisi coming up next right here. Sports Grid Radio. Enjoy your day, folks. I'll talk to you tonight. The most important thing in any relationship is trust. That's why we earn yours every day with insights and expert perspectives. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network.